Welcome back to LA is our house, everybody. Well, this is episode 256. I will be your host uh, today, Louis Barone. Uh, Bobby will not be with us here as work has caught up to him once Ooh. again. Yeah, I know. Damn adulting. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, U.S. Open Cup victory. Yawn. And we're going to be talking about the Dragas Chicago Fire. Double yawn. <laughs> uh, and, he, and here to talk about uh, the snooze mess with me, uh, the Cincinnati kid, Mr. David Arona. Oh, oh don't, don't, forget, uh, don't forget the biggest news of the week is the Galaxy hiring Mike Stevens as director of scouting. Triple yawn. Ugh. That's more of a... <laughs> We'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, get we'll, that. we'll get to that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, here we are. Uh, almost the end of April. How, how you doing, dude? How, how you been? Um, you know, it's 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 been okay. Um, I'm I'm trying to regain balance. Uh, work and this project and everything else kind of balance. Um, it's funny that you know, started working from home two years ago, over two years ago now. Um, I was putting in so much that first year I was putting in so much more work than uh, than if I were in the office uh, year two, I started to kind of balance it out and dealt with some stress issues and, you know, all kinds of other stuff. Um, and now it's just kind of like um, settling into that that new norm um, now that it's two years in and, you know, uh, the last I heard um, we're months away from returning to the office um i know there's a lot of people still you know already rearing to go back to the office but uh for me it's been it, you know they, they've told us months and then uh, depending on uh coronavirus cases because uh, even though all the mask mandates are are lifted uh it's still out there uh cases are going up and uh so you know they said man yeah, it might get delayed another several months after that so i'm like cool let's just keep doing this forever uh, yeah, because, I was about to um, say yeah. at this point, why bother going back to the office? I mean, it saves. Money I think it's around, more. Yeah, it? I think it's well. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, I you know we're still paying the least for <laughs> for the office that we're that we're not using uh, or we're using as a storage area for uh, you know cubicles and and some computer equipment. But um, but yeah, it's just I think uh, I think it's more going to be a, a disruption in in production schedule if they tried to go back i know they've talked about like hey even if we do go back it's not going to be mandatory um so i'm hoping that you know i i get a, a sweet hybrid deal um and i can just keep uh you know not going into work most days because right. um that's been nice um and you know just life in general just you know kind of kind of keeping myself busy uh how about you i'm uh, well right now i'm exhausted i'm <laughs> currently like exhausted my, my legs feel like they ran oh, wow. a marathon um, i mean you kind of did walk 26 I, I miles did. yesterday i i i pretty sure with the toddler. I walked more than 26 miles yesterday yeah I, I i took him to disneyland and what was supposed to be maybe you know supposed to be like a few hours not a few hours but you know maybe coming home uh doing like a eight to five yeah turned into an 8 a.m to 10 30 p.m <laughs> Jesus, <dude. laughs> yeah um so but but all in all it was actually a really good trip it was it was a lot of fun my uh did you I get him a lightsaber him... no i have not gotten him a lightsaber Ooh. um yeah I, I am 
Uh, you know, the thing is, is that my, my son does, he's very like, once he gets into something, that's what he's into and only that. Like he's fixed, he's fixated on what he knows and what he's comfortable with, what he understands. So bringing like something new to the table is like one huge challenge. So, um, I could try to like, look, let's watch Star Wars and look, you know, check this out. No, like he'll just reject it simply because it's new and I don't want it. Uh, let's go back to watching, you know, my shows or my, you know, so it's actually uh, really tough to get him into new things. Uh, my nephew, on the other hand, will absorb absolutely everything that you throw at him. Uh, and he knows every Star Wars character at two years old, every single one. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad dad. <laughs> uh, but no, it was, uh, it was a lot what's of fun. The, what's, what's the new, what's the thing that he was like super into? Was it Coco Melon or is it Bluey? Uh, well, he hasn't watched Coco Melon in a while, so he's moved away from that. Uh, he is right now, what's he fixated on? He was watching the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and then he stopped and then he kind of went back to it. But then he's like stopped right now. He's into playing uh, like, like little uh, like puzzle games on an iPad. That's kind of what he's on. Like he's playing like those like Candy Crush. Um, there's like a little oh, driving. Ten, there's a li- uh, little driving simulator game that he he does like cars. Yeah. So um, I might I might have cars. him help me with my uh, my Kingdom Rush. <laughs> he'll 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 definitely pick it up. He's actually like pretty good at it. Um, but. But no, it, all in all, it was it was a it was a good day. I thought maybe he would be tired out, but you know he's at an age now where he knows like what Disneyland is, and we're able to go. Uh, before the pandemic, I would take him what seemed like every week, but uh, you know he was one year old. Um, when the pandemic hit, he had like he went only like two years, but three months. Um, so I would take him, and he would know where he was, but. You know, he never questioned like, hey, how come we haven't gone, right? Uh, now he's well aware that, you know, hey, this place exists and I can ask, let's go. Do you want to go? And so when I woke him up yesterday morning uh, to go, he quickly, like his eyes like lit up when he saw me. He goes, you want to go to Disneyland? I'm like, yes, Papa, today's a day. <laughs> and so <laughs> like, he got up real quick. He shot up like a little bullet and he was just he he soaked it all in he was like super happy super excited and so and he lasted the entire day he never wow. took a nap he was just yeah he was just uh and he wasn't even like restless he was enjoying life so that made the trip well worthwhile he was so like super happy and yeah so um i i had said uh you know what we'll, we'll go when he's ready to go yeah he <laughs> he wasn't ready to go until after the park closed so um so all in all, it was a good trip. But I woke up this morning like, oh my god! <laughs> like, what yeah, do man. Do? The, the age, the age got you, man. Yeah, it's, the age got me definitely. Yeah, yeah, we're going one more time uh, in two weeks, so we're gonna go on Star Wars Day. So uh, hopefully, uh, you know, he'll pick up some things. I, I did take him on Rise of the Resistance. Uh, oh, how was that? Able... I, dude, I haven't been on it yet. It's um, so this is my second time going, um, and. The way I would describe it, uh, I had no idea what to expect when I went on it. And I made sure to stay away from spoilers or anything because I wanted to be surprised when it, well, when I did. Um, it's cool. This is the way I'll describe it. Uh, 
It's not a thrill ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically a more modern and superiorly advanced techno uh, uh, technology of a fantasy land ride. It's a very slow moving oh, okay. ride, and you're just looking at things. It's a uh, uh, what is that one? Peter Pan? No. Yeah, like like yeah, like Peter yeah. Pan, Pinocchio, right? Like those type of rides. That's what it is. Uh, a lot of people will 100% disagree with me. I get it, <laughs> but but the thing is, is that that's what it is. It's a slow moving ride. It's all eye candy. Yeah, I will say this: it is the greatest piece of candy there is. Sure, <laughs> it is. One hell of a piece of candy. Um, so I, I remember I, I so the first time I went, I went with my ex. We ended up uh this is before the you know pay to ride. And so we ended up getting the reservation somehow. We went on. Uh she was telling me, like, oh my god, what is this? It's better be worth it, right? And so I go, I don't know what it is. So we went on it, we got off, and I go, when we got off the ride, I asked her, So what do you think? Is this worth paying 20 bucks for she goes uh yeah i was like whoa wasn't expecting that answer but okay <laughs> that's that's interesting like okay. Oh, okay so this time around i was like the only way i'm ever going to go back on this is if you're paying the 20 dollars. and so i said you know what this is like the one-time thing and so i'm just gonna do it so we went on it he he, he went on it we got off the ride so uh did you like the ride no you didn't like the ride no you want to go again Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want to go back on? Yes. Okay. Let's go back on. But yeah, we couldn't go back on. Uh, I, the only like the, the funny story about that one was uh, so we 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 went through the lightning lane, went right in. Uh, he noticed BB-8. He didn't recognize BB-8. He was like, oh, you know, he's in, and so he uh, we went through the whole thing, the whole spiel and all that. We get there. We're on the ride. We put the seatbelts on. We're ready to go. Uh, guys, the ride broke down. Oh, <laughs> really? Like, oh my god! And so, uh, how do you explain uh, that to a, a toddler? Yeah. Oh god, I, I was kind of scared. Like, I come up, oh, we gotta go. What's funny is that so, like, they're in character, right? The uh, the, yeah. the the employees are in character. They're the first order, and we're captured. Blah blah blah. So they're they're completely in character. So and, they're like, fuck uh, you, <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty much. Like, like it's like they're total like it's like such a way like where like I I can like be a dick to you, but you're gonna think I'm in character. Um, but uh, so this guy is going with the spiel of you know all the you know the safety things, but you know masking it in a you know in, in their in their character. Yeah. And so like, do not ask me questions. I don't care for your questions. And blah blah blah. You're gonna go and interrogate. You know, he's doing the whole thing. And so he turns around, and I had like my hand up, and I was like, um, I, I had a question. Can you just repeat the, everything that you said? Uh, from when you first started speaking, I wasn't paying attention. And then, like, everyone starts laughing. He just looks at me. He's like, one of those, huh? And I, so we just kind of laughed. We go inside. And then, so when, we're, when we get off the ride, you know, we're broke down. So we get off the ride. He was there. And I'm like, it's because I asked a question, wasn't it? And he's like, yes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like everyone's going to kill me right now. <laughs> and so... Uh, yeah, but we ended up going back on the ride, and so, but yeah, it's it's it pretty cool. He loved it. He's actually like he just made the high requirement, so like okay, that's a game changer. Yeah. We can go on. That's on always ride, yeah. So. That's a, that's always the 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 bonus is like oh, you're tall enough to get on stuff now. Yeah. So 
that was cool. But now, all in all, it was a really good trip. Uh, I'm hurting for it right now, but like I said, we're going back in two weeks. I'm going with my uh, my sister, and my, my nephew, uh, and my nephew will be going to uh, Star Wars Land for the first time. So he's going to be super excited because he's he, he loves it, all the Watch. Star Wars. He's going to be scared he, of everything. Uh, I know, right? Uh, well, he can't get on the ride because obviously he's not tall enough for that. But he'll be walking around. He'll he'll be yeah. Uh, but as soon as he sees Chewbacca, <laughs> right? right. Like, oh, oh my god, god. he's real. Hello. <laughs> no. Uh, so hopefully that rubs off on my kid a little bit. But yeah, you know, my, he did see R two D two yesterday. He did like that. So my my coworker, her um her her husband is a is is a character. Um. So yeah, he um. He's he's Chewbacca sometimes. <laughs> Tall guy. <laughs> That's cool. All right, so. You know, we, we had to make up for the uh, the, the, the the yawns that we're about to uh, continue yeah. the podcast. Yeah. It's not a Disney podcast, but we had to make up for it because, you know, the less that we say about the games, the better. Um, let's go ahead and get into uh, the Galaxy game. Let's start off with the, uh, let's go with cr- uh, chronological order. The Galaxy played the Chicago Fire last Saturday to a very dull, uninspiring, and uneventful Zero zero draw. Um, it was a game that featured no shot on goal from either side. That's how bad this game was. Well, um, I mean, you know, but I, I don't, I, you know, I, I disagree. I don't think that there were, I don't think there was a moment where um, it was like awful. You know what I mean? Like, um, it was, well, well, it mean, was the okay. Per- it, the game was fine. You know what I mean? Like, the game was, was whatever. Yeah. I, it was still boring to watch. I mean, it was one of those where, like, I think, like, the last 15 minutes, I stepped away from the TV. I think yeah. I stepped away from the TV. I think I went to go eat. And, you know, I was asked, like, you're yeah, going to watch, you know, finish the game? And I'm like, it's going to end 0-0. Zero, zero. Like, this is 0-0. Zero, zero. Nobody yeah. is scoring in this game. So I went to go eat. I came back. Uh, and... Uh, the whistle blew zero zero. Yeah, so it's like that's like no one's scoring in this game. Um, I well, I was honestly, watching. I was watching at the uh, at at the Galaxy Watch Party. Yeah, um, where they did the 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 field openings, and um, <clears throat> and I had to leave probably about fifteen minutes before the game. But I was like, oh, it's on it's on LAGalaxy.com. I'll just stream it. This is great. And then uh, you know, five minute or or five minutes into the seven minute stoppage time. The stream ended and I went, oh no. Uh <laughs> and I went, oh, uh, I'll just refresh. And then I refreshed and it, you know, put me back about 15 seconds. And then uh it stopped at the same spot. And then I refreshed again. And it stopped at the same spot. And then I refreshed again. And it stopped at the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, and then uh, I realized yeah. no. Nope, and then I just I got just the notification. The <laughs> zero zero. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, look, the game. At was, least for me personally, the, the yeah. less the less said about this game, the better for me. All I, I, I got, honestly, are the stats. Whatever you have to say, say it now, because all I got is stats, and we're done. Yeah, I think as far as this game goes, I will say that um, the Galaxy did a good job of of limiting Chicago's chances because they were trying to generate offense. If you listen to it, it would. What's funny is I was listening to Corner of the Galaxy earlier today, and um, God, Kevin, like, I don't know whatever bit Kevin Baxter was doing, um, but he had this whole thing about, like, how terrible it was because nobody had shots on goal. 
um, or or uh, shots in general. But I thought there were moments where um, there was some excitement. You know, it wasn't the greatest game ever played, but it also wasn't the worst game the Galaxy's ever played. I mean, I remember when they played Kansas City in that baseball stadium, which is one of the worst games I've ever seen, you know, ever. Um, the one at Arrowhead? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. no, no, no. When Kansas City used to play at the, like, minor league baseball stadium. Oh. Yeah. Um, that was one of the worst games I've ever seen play. Um, and, and you know, there's a plethora of other You're, bad games. I was going to say, games. I'm assuming you decided to repress 2017 and 2012. <laughs> right. Um, it, well, you know, to be fair, 2007, no, 2018, they were bad, but they were exciting <laughs> in the ways that they were bad. <laughs> Well, Zlatan was exciting, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't it wasn't awful. I I got to give credit to the, the Galaxy defense. I thought this might have been one of Julian's better games um, so far, maybe because he didn't have to do a ton, and so he wasn't getting you know, or he wasn't over exerting himself or over uh, committing to things. But I I thought that he was pretty good in this game. Um, I thought that Chicha was, although he was um, a little bit. You know, on island, um, I thought that he was pretty involved. Um, getting Grant Sear on there again, another start for Grant Sear. That was interesting. But you know, like I said, it wasn't all bad. Um, there were a lot of things that I think you could look at and take away from it and say, like, okay, this is good. They got a point on the road. That's not a bad thing in MLS against a against a team. Remember, we were saying Chicago is kind of a better team than everybody's giving them credit for. Um, and I thought they did they did well. Somebody said that Shabilko was one of those players like you give him one chance and he's gonna score on you. And he had that one chance, and Jonathan Bond came in and stuffed him. So uh, that was exciting. Um, I again, mean, the Galaxy I thought did a fine job most... getting a point on the road. I, I think that's for me. That's what you take away from this is that you know it, it wasn't your best performance. Yeah, it wasn't the worst performance overall. The Galaxy didn't play bad. Um, this is where you kind of give credit to Chicago here in that... Previous Galaxy know, teams find a seven... way to lose this game. But we've said that for multiple seasons now. We definitely said it last season. We were saying it in 2019. Like, I mean, 2019. Uh, 2021, we're like, oh, the 2020 team would have lost this game. You know, like, we, we've been saying that. We've been trying to hype this team up. Um, and maybe... It is somewhat true. I, I do think that this team is improved from last season um, as far, especially defensively. Um, I think they're starting to get it together. There's some, obviously, uh, again, we'll talk about this when we talk about the uh, player ratings, but there's obviously some players there that's, you know, got to go. Um, but the takeaway here is, you know, you went up against, statistically the best defense in the league so far chicago has allowed two goals through seven games two goals through seven games that's good that is really good now you may you, <laughs> what a you may be, that's, that's good um it's not playing pretty soccer right it's right. not like chicago is a world beater it's not like we're going to be talking about mls cup um they're going to make it difficult for them for for any team but i mean look Greece they're not won they're the not Euro scoring like either that. what Greece won yeah. the Euro playing like that. Sure, sure. Um, but in a long, you know, yeah, MLS regular season, like at some point, 
you know, it might catch up to you. I mean, it, it can happen. It has happened. But um, I think Chicago is improved. I think there's some credit that should be given to them. But, you know, I it was kind of expected. Uh, the, the That 0-0 draw was their fourth. was Chicago's fourth of the season. Four out of seven games where literally no team scores. <coughs> that is... Kind of that was kind of expected. Galaxy do have a problem with teams that bunker down, um, so take the point. I'm okay with the point. It wasn't like we were bailed out. It wasn't like we didn't deserve it. It it was a game that should have ended up zero zero. Let's talk about some stats. This is all I got here. Um, there's really not much going on here. Let, I'm just gonna go ahead and go straight to the only stat that matters here. 0.63 expected goals for Chicago, 0.37 for the Galaxy. 0-0 is more than a justified scoreline in this game. As I said, no shot on target was registered from either side. Um, <clears throat> Chicago had two big chances. Now, one of them, I have to assume, was the, the one-on-one that Bond stuffed. And I will give credit to Bond. Well, let me be honest here. That attacker was moving slowly and telegraphed what he was going to do. Yeah. Um, again, credit to Bond, but that was just an absolutely very poor... You know what I think might have happened? I think that he was just indecisive of what he was going to do. I think if he had any sort of real, like, this is what I'm going to do, he probably would have beat Bond. Um, I just think that he didn't know what he wanted to do. Uh, where he wanted to go, and at the end, when he finally decided it was too late, and as I said, I, the guy was moving very slowly. I even saw where he was going. It was, like I said, it was telegraphed a mile away. It was a very, very poor effort, uh, and Bond took advantage of it. Um, and, you know, it's not going to come up in the stat sheet as a save, because a shot wasn't taken, but that was uh, pretty much a goal, if not a game-saving uh, moment for Jonathan Bond, which is probably the best thing I can say for uh, that uh, for the entire team. That's basically it. the The chances that were created from either side were basically non-existent. The Galaxy did hit the back of the net twice. Uh, again, doesn't come up in the stats because they were nullified by uh, offside, offside or yeah. um, or some other infraction that would basically say that the play did not exist. It didn't happen. Um, so you're not going to see you know, that come up in the stat sheet. The Galaxy looked to have figured something out where they were able to break down Chicago, but uh, didn't actually materialize after that. So uh, two plays that mm. uh, essentially did not exist in the uh, stats. Um, and that's pretty much all I have. There's nothing else that really matters. It was a game that had... No chances. And, you know, I think, David, we talked about this a few weeks ago. I think it might have been for the Orlando game. I don't remember. When we talked about, you know, uh, expected goals and, you know, when do we give credit to the defense for disrupting a game that, you know, maybe they should have won. This is where you can tell, isn't this in this stat? It's basically how good of a chance did you get? Uh, that determines your expected goal. The fact that this mm-hmm. was so low, this is where you give credit to the defense. On both sides, you give credit to the defense because 
both sides made the other team pretty much disrupt their game plan. You did not create a chance. You were not able to get in front of goal and do anything. You basically stuffed them before they got that. Credit to both Chicago and the Galaxy here because the chances were <laughs> very far in between. It was just kind of a dull game. And this is where, like I said, uh, it, it's a game where you give credit to the defenses here. It sucks. But you take the point. And you, if you're a Galaxy fan, just take into consideration that your defense has improved uh, since uh, last season. I know it's still very early. Um, but and it's not sexy. My, it's not a sexy thing. It's not it, like, right. Yeah. It's not. It. Um, but you know, this is the third clean sheet of the season. So three out of seven games. That's again, not bad, right? How, how long did it take for that to happen last season when we were right. still quote unquote, you know, playing good, uh, playing very well uh, at this point in the season? Remember, we had a very good first half, uh, but we didn't have clean sheets. We were still leaking in goals. Um, you know, so. Uh, if you want to count the U.S. Open Cup game, also a clean sheet. If you want, um, you know, so the Galaxy defensively, uh, statistically, have done better, are doing better. Um, as I had mentioned last week, one of the uh, top five teams in uh, expected goals against, which means they are limiting the chances. Uh, why is this important? Well, because Jonathan Bond uh, is not facing as many shots as he has. Uh, that he did in the previous season, uh, the way Bingham did in his three seasons that he was with the Galaxy. So there is an improvement here, which is something that you definitely need to uh, take into consideration. Um, yes, the Galaxy don't look sexy, but maybe they don't have to. Uh, they just need to get back to winning ways. And uh, if defense is where it starts, then they're starting to pick something up. The team is now playing defense um so take the road point uh against the best defensive team you take it you're fine and you held them to no goals david it's gonna be tough i personally have one i actually think this was easy for me who was the best rated player in this game uh the best rated player oh dang it i had it shoot I had it and I completely this, blanked on it because I was thinking about it earlier today. And I was like, I, I have a pretty um, thought out, you know, best player. But now now I, I lost it. OK, so um, maybe. OK, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, so we're looking at oh, God dang it. I'm, I'm now I'm just uh, uh, what do you call it? <clears throat> Stalling. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, look, I thought that, uh, Lirudim had a good game. I thought Delgado came in and, and, you know, did the work that, that we expect him to do. Um, Ravelison, it's gotta be one of those three guys, right? One of those three guys in the middle that just sort of like went in and did the work. Um, I'm going to go with Rayon. Like I said, this was actually a pretty, a pretty easy one for me. Um, didn't stand out as far as like, Hey, this guy scored a hat trick or he had, sensational plays or whatever (laughs) for me i noticed the effort i noticed what was happening i noticed what we were missing in the previous week for me it was mark delgado yeah um and it wasn't even close um and it was indeed mark delgado he had 8.2 rating um wow he i thought was you know and again i kind of wish that bobby was here for this one 
Um, he probably <laughs> will still disagree with me because uh, he didn't think you know losing Marcio Gata was really that big of a deal against LAFC, but um, he did kind of ha- half acknowledge it uh, at one point during the episode uh, last week, um, and I'm not sure if he would agree with it this week because he's going to be looking at a zero-zero draw. Um, right. But I think that he did a lot of things very well. I thought that he was, you know, closing up those lanes. I thought that he was reading some plays. I thought he was, you know, going back and forth. Exactly what we were missing against LAFC, that, that guy that was going to do all that dirty work uh, and provide that uh, protection. Um, he was paired up with Leardom in this game. So I thought he did uh, very well um, in this game. Um, and it showed who was... Now, second highest rated. That was a crapshoot. I could not think of a player. What's the? I mean, two? you know, like I said, you you look at Leardem, you look at maybe Grand Seer or Arajo. That might be the number two. Oh, oh pfft, what what am I thinking? It's it's Raheem Edwards. I probably would have. <laughs> I probably would have said Leardem. I maybe would have said Julian Arajo because I thought he had an improved game. It is Edwards, and he's right behind Mark Delgado at 8.1. Um, now, I didn't see that much from Edwards in this game. He didn't play horribly, but I don't think he stood out. I thought Delgado did stand out a little bit for what he brought. Maybe um, this is what I'm expecting from Edwards, so I didn't see anything special. But I didn't see anything special from Edwards in this game. But 8.1, right behind Mark Delgado's. 8.2. Who was the lowest rated player? Oof. Um, well, if you look at the, the game, I mean, Koulibaly and Williams both got yellow cards. Maybe one of those guys, but... <sighs> yeah, one of those two guys. Okay, so... There is one here. I'm gonna say asterisks. With no asterisks, it is Revelison at Ooh. six point at six point four. Mm. Now this one also was a tough one for me because as much as I couldn't see anything past Marta Gata being, you know, standing out, I said the same thing on the other side. Who kind of nobody stood was awful out for me? Right? Nobody was like absolutely disgracefully awful to where no, like yeah no, that guy on. is you know was the was the guy that you definitely pinpoint i think by default i probably would have said costa and that's only because uh he is a guy that we are expecting significantly more from yeah i was gonna say i thought that diego costa was fine no yeah douglas douglas costa douglas costa was fine. he was what uh, yeah diego costa was terrible he didn't do anything for the galaxy in this yeah, game literally nothing uh, literally nothing uh, <laughs> um, but no, no, I thought that Douglas Costa was fine, and you know, maybe maybe fine isn't good enough because he's a DP, um, right? But you know, yeah, the I mean, so I thought maybe because it's a zero zero draw, because no chances were created, and therefore no legitimate quality shots were being taken, I thought Chicha might be down there too. Uh, but yeah, it was just really hard. Uh, 6.4 for Revelson is officially the lowest one. Douglas Costa uh, went 72 minutes. Uh, Revelson went the entire 90. Revelson went the entire 72 minutes. 
he also scored the same 6.4 as Ravellison. Now, officially, as far as the starters, um, Grant Sear was the lowest rated. And I say mm. asterisks because he was taken off at halftime. 5.9. Yeah. 5.9 for Grant Sear, the guy who replaced him, uh, Alvarez. So he played second half. He had a 6.0. So uh, technically, Alvar- Alvarez... Uh, bad too. <laughs> bad too. Uh, not too much uh, better than Grant Sear. 0.1 better than Grant Sear. Um, Cabral came in the 72nd minute. I don't think that's enough to get a, a, a legit rating. No, nah, but, but he was, he but he was no good. Yeah, but he, he was no good. good. He was 6.7. Uh, Chicha got a 6.8. And uh, Kulabali with a yellow card, uh, 6.9 is your lowest rated defender. It was a game that, again, uh, it was just, eh, it was dull. It wasn't a horrible game, but it wasn't a good game either. The performance itself wasn't terrible, um, but it wasn't inspiring. It wasn't like, oh, we should have won that game. Oh, we could have won that game. Oh, we deserve to win that game. No. It is 0-0 all the way around. Um, I think the scoreline is more than fair. I think the stats 100% reflect that. I'm okay with it. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not upset at this. I will take the 0-0 draw. Um, take the point. You move away. You are currently now three games unbeaten. So that is a uh, that's a good thing. Uh, especially uh, the fact that uh, we said that in April you're going to have six games uh, and you're going to have some tough teams, right? You have to go to Portland. You have the LAFC game. You have to go to Chicago. You play Nashville. You got to go to RSL. And I said, you better win that Orlando game. You're going to have a tough time. Well, you lost the Orlando game and you've yet to lose after that. So. So there it is. So far, so good in April. Uh, Galaxy look to keep that going this Saturday against Nashville. That's a tough match. This is a good test. This is a really good test. Uh, yeah. Nashville, they're going to be uh, one of the top teams in the West. I said at the, at the beginning of the season that they're going to be number one. Um, and uh, they have yet to play at home. They've had This is going to be their eighth road game, their eighth and final road game uh, to start the season. So... Uh, I think Nashville obviously wants to finish that with a bang. Uh, the Galaxy uh, want to keep their unbeaten streak going. Uh, this is the first uh, Saturday night game all season. We're in April already. so uh, And I think this is the first time that we play Nashville so uh, at home. So uh, that's going to be fun. I think they're expecting a sellout in this game. Yeah. So um, I'm going to see if I can. I, I'm, I have tickets to the game. Uh, I'm going to be there. I get off at work at 6.30, so I- I'm going to have to really rush. I might miss kickoff, uh, especially if it's a, it's a, you will. If it's a sellout. Um, <laughs> you will. I used to, you know what the funny thing is? I used to do that often. Uh, granted that it was a different time period. This was, uh, I remember leaving work at 6.30 and going to a Chivas, uh, uh, playing against Chivas USA and making it before kickoff. Yeah, because nobody uh, else was in the stadium. I just got down <laughs> Right. Uh, but still, I mean, I, I get it. It's a different era. Uh, we have come uh, a long way since that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely going to miss kickoff, but uh, I'll definitely be at that game. 
Uh, I'm going to try to get off just a little earlier just to, you know, save me a, you know, a couple more minutes, but um, that should be interesting. Uh, it should be a good game. I think, um, I think zero zero is also still within the cards in this game, but I think it's going to be a more intense zero zero because the Chicago yeah. game wasn't intense. It was very dull. I think this one will provide a little bit more quality uh, simply because you are playing against a better side and you're going against better quality players. Uh, Nashville, at least for me personally, uh, has uh, player-wise a better a better lineup, especially in the uh, in the back four. Uh, Zimmerman, arguably probably the best defender in MLS. Uh, Dave Romney will make his return. Uh, to the Gallic, uh, or at least uh, back to uh, the, the Diggity. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm sure he's going to want a very, very, I'm sure he's going to have a very spirited uh, performance. Uh, and I'm sure he's going to get a warm welcome as well. So uh, not like uh, Kenley Jansen at Dodger State <laughs> the other day. Yeah. yeah. All right. So from one snooze fest to the next, that was another game that the Galaxy played. Uh, this was uh, Tuesday night. Against the, the San Open Diego Cup is back, Loyal. baby. U.S. Open Cup is back, and I would say who cares, but a lot of people do. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people do. I am in a very small minority here. I, I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I know. I know you've never been a fan <laughs> of the U.S. Open Cup, but if you look at it and you say, "Well, it's a trophy that you can win." It's not the trophy you want to win. My, it's not but, the trophy that you want to win. I'm not saying, oh, we won the Open Cup, so we're good. We can just sit on our asses and not think about it and not you know, worry about it uh, after this. I'm just saying it is something that you can put, put in the in the trophy case. This is, but And it's a real reason, one. It's one it's that a, you keep. Right. It's, and it yes. qualifies you for Champions League. So this is where I have an issue with it. I'm sure I've said it in, in previous pods, but I'll, I'll say it again. I'm in the minority here. I understand. Um, it's not a popular opinion and to be, you know, to be honest, it's not a mountain that I will die on. It's, it is an opinion that I could see myself changing in the future. You just haven't given me a reason to do so. Um, it's not a mountain I'm willing to die on. I am in a minority here. Um, I'm not saying that it's wrong that you like the, that anybody likes the U S open cup. I, I understand why people would like the tournament. And would people would want to see more of it? I totally understand it. Um, I just momentarily don't really agree with the sentiment. Everything that you're saying is correct. It is because of those reasons that I'm not a fan of it. See, this is you know, it's a real trophy. It is. It very much is. It is something that you can put in the trophy case. It is something that the Galaxy have won before. You haven't won it in over 20 years. Uh, there's a reason for that. Once you win MLS Cup. You don't win the U.S. Open Cup again. Look at Seattle. You just don't do it. You realize that there's bigger fish to fry out there. So you don't care about it. You, If you win it, cool. Sure. I will put my subs in. And if those subs happen to get to the final, then I will try to win it. Because I don't really give a shit about it. But if it's there for the taking, I'll try and take it. That's what it is. That's what MLS teams do. Unless, of course, you know very damn well that's what they this should is do. the only – that's what they should do. That's a different argument. Whether you should do it is a different story. MLS teams don't do that. The only MLS teams that do that are the ones that know damn well this is literally the only trophy that I can possibly win. 
MLS Cup is way out of the picture. Supporter Shield is not going to happen. Yeah. This is the only trophy that I could win. I'm going to try to do it. If this is the way, and the argument of, yeah, but if you win, you win the Champions League. The biggest loophole ever. It is a horrible way to get into Champions League. Okay? Yes, it's a legitimate, but it's, it's a legitimate a way loophole. to get into Champions it's League. A, it's a legitimate way. It's also the weakest, and it is the most, it's the biggest loophole. It is like, okay, I can't beat Division One. Listen, side, man. But listen, if man, I keep, I don't if care. I keep bidding, I don't care. I don't care if sides. I won a pity contest to take the hottest girl to the prom. I'm still going to the prom with the hottest girl. <laughs> I mean, you're going to obviously, like I said, like if the Galaxy win the the U.S. Open Cup and we get in the Champions League, yes, you celebrate it. Yes, you're happy about it. Yes, it's not. It's not a. Uh, like I said, it's not a you know, cheap tournament that, like, there's no validity to it. But the way MLS teams talk about the U.S. Open Cup, big teams. This is a small club tournament. This is 100% a small club tournament. The, the MLS sides that care about this and genuinely care about this are small clubs. The fact that I have no other dog in this fight, aside from the Galaxy, it makes me say, well, you might be playing like a small club the last seven years, but we're not a small club. I have no interest in this. I have bigger, higher ambitions. We should be having bigger and higher ambitions. The Galaxy have not cared about this tournament, like I said, for a very, very long time. And and no one is going to downplay it. They're going to say, yeah, 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 we're going to try to win it. You know, the exact same language that those coaches use when you're playing in, like, the League's Cup, but you put in, like, your C team, but it's, oh, we're going to try to win and blah, 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 like, Get the fuck out of here. You don't care. And you've shown it. I mean, so we can talk care, about the League Cup sh- showcase extravaganza. Let's not. <laughs> um, but like I said, if, if you don't care about this, I shouldn't care about this. I don't. And, you know, if we win it, cool. And win the Champions League, yes, cool. But it's a loophole. It's a huge loophole. The fact that you could play amateur sides and only have to be two, maybe three other professional teams, most of which probably are sending those B squads anyway, it's a horrible loophole. It's a horrible loophole. I'm not a fan of the tournament. And like I said, I'm not willing to die on that mountain. I can be persuaded. But as of right now, it's just not... I gain no interest in this. I really don't. I have as much to do winning it. And they don't. So, um, you know, it's a World Cup for the amateur semi-pro sites. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, but that's all I got. I mean, I, I obviously keep an eye on how the Galaxy is doing, obviously rooting for them. I want them to win it. But I'm not losing sleep if they don't. If they would have lost last night, I would have been like, yeah, okay, whatever. Who cares? Like, I, it would not have bothered No, me. that's not true. No, That's not true at all. It is. No, it's 100% no, 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 true. no. If, you I, I not... if, you, if they would have lost last night, you would have been railing on the fact that they lost to an amateur team. Um, not when they're using subs. Not no. when they're using even, subs. Even if, if, at if, the MLS the Galaxy, level, they should be able to. They should be able to beat a team like San Diego. Galaxy, and if, and look, they won. They won the game one zero on a goal off Kevin Cabral in a, in a goal that he almost missed. 
by the way. Uh, <laughs> um, and 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 the fact that you subbed in Chicharito um, in this game, like, what does that say about you know? Well, one, it sounds like Fanny's taking the U.S. Open Cup seriously, um, and you know, as you said, like that's not, that's something that you know you will say whatever you want about you know Vanny taking the U.S. Open Cup seriously, but um, you know you're using your two DPS in. <laughs> you know, in this tournament when you're playing against, you know, uh, lower division sides. Um, that's something. <laughs> I mean, I I, I want to say there's obviously going to have to be a balance between how you want to approach certain games uh, when you're adding more games to a, a, a schedule. Yeah. That's already kind of, you know, full. So you prioritize. We see how MLS sides now are prioritizing Champions League because before it wasn't the case. Yeah. Before it was like, yeah, I'll, I'll send a sub side because we're trying to win a MLS Cup, and they would get massacred by uh, the the Mexican sides. Um, by their subs. By by their subs, exactly. So it was a it was a tournament that I had said, you know what, that you probably should be trying to win this one. You should probably prioritize this over MLS. That's happened. We now see that MLS sides take their A squad and put their B sides in regular season games. So it's not to say that they're not taking the regular season seriously, but they have time. They have time to make up, uh, you know, just the way the schedule is. It's probably one of the advantages of the MLS regular season that if I'm focused on the Champions League, I can forego the MLS regular season for two months and still be okay at the end of the year uh, because that's the way MLS works. So that's exactly what Seattle is currently doing right now. They have bigger fish to fry. So they put in their kids and they're putting in C squads uh, to play. And, you know, the, the, the fact that, you know, the, the schedule favors you that you got to play Miami. Um, I, I think we're at home against Miami. I could play kids. We're fine. Right. Um, and they still, you know, they still, Well, I mean, look at Miami, they're playing their kids and they're doing better. Uh, well, you know, when you have Iwain on your team, you know, you put in anybody else, you're going to be doing better. But um, and I think that's kind of what the, what this is. You know, what's more important, the MLS regular season or U.S. Open Cup? And big teams that are that know that they can, or at least have a shot at winning MLS Cup or even Supporter Shield, will say, "Okay, we can go up against semi pros or amateurs and put subs in there, and hopefully get a result." And if we have to play another MLS side, depending on who we're playing, we might just put subs in there as well. Up until we get to the final, and then it's like, oh, you know, the, you know, all the all the kids that got us here, you're all benched. All the starters go in, which sucks, <laughs> you know, because that's the way it goes. Um, so you know, I get it. There's got to be some sort of priority, and right now, U.S. Open Cup is probably of the three tournaments that's the lowest priority, and maybe that changes. In time, I mean, maybe Le- it, Leeds it, Cup is probably the lowest, lowest priority. But that's not a real tournament. Let's not. <laughs> let's not. I, I, it's a I, showcase. Like I this year, literally isn't showcase. a real tournament. It's a showcase. Right, and and this is where I, and this is where I'm saying my opinions on the U.S. Open Cup can change because I'm well aware that it's a legitimate tournament. It's not. It's not a performance. It's not a money. It's not a money grab. It has history, so I get it. I just think that at least for the team that I'm currently supporting. You know, if I'm if I am Miami, if I am Houston, right? If I'm these teams that I got no shot at MLS Cup, yeah, I'm gonna be putting all my eggs in the U.S. Open Cup basket right now. 
And I would want to win that tournament at all costs because it is a trophy and it does backdoor me into the Champions League. The fact that I'm a Galaxy fan, I shouldn't have to do that. It's like, dude, I still want to compete. Still got to go in MLS Cup. And if we happen to win this tournament, cool. And if we don't, whatever. Like, because I know that they don't care about it. Uh, I think Vanny has put a little bit more, uh, you know, stock into it, but, um, which is good, which is cool. Um, but like I said, uh, until MLS teams, you know, give it a little bit more priority where, where it is a free for all, like, okay, we're going to go all in here because it is a champions league, uh, you know, a spot on the line. And if we win this, this is what we're going to do. And if MLS sides start putting in their a squads and taking it seriously, then I'll be changed. My opinion will be changed. Like, Oh, you're actually going after this. Oh, you're going up against other competition. Oh, you actually care. And so does that other team. Then it's like, okay, let's win this. Because right now the competition isn't there and the motivation for winning it isn't there either. So that's where I am. And I get, I get it. I'm in the minority here. Um, but, uh, just at this moment, um, yeah, I probably would have been like, yeah, you lost to a amateur side, but I also understand that's like, yeah, it's, I know you didn't put stock into it. It's, it's, it, it's fine. And if they win it, yeah, of course I'm going to be happy. Like I'm rooting for them. I, I want them to, to win in every game that they play, including the league's cup. I just don't give a crap if they lose. So, uh, so yeah, for me it was just like I actually uh, well I mean, for other reasons because like I went to Disneyland, uh, I went to bed really early. I purposely woke up early that morning uh, to make sure that I went to bed early because I knew I was uh, in for a long day. So I literally fell asleep before halftime. <laughs> so yeah, that's how early I fell asleep. Uh, I also was running on like maybe six seven hours of sleep the previous like. 48 hours as well so that did uh so that helped a little bit but yeah i, I think i had heard it heard it at one zero and then i i fell asleep like shortly after um yeah you know what when the major networks decide to scramble for this tournament that they want to air it again maybe then i'll uh tune in because I mean, right on, now it was on espn ESPN it was plus. on espn plus it wasn't yeah, on ESPN. like the same as a it bunch wasn't... of other mls uh uh games well your local market will have your team well should have your team to you're, you're calling spectrum a big sports a big market it is for literally but the they other don't, LA but, teams. <laughs> but they don't but they don't give a shit about the galaxy but they don't give a shit about the galaxy no um <laughs> i like i said i, I Obviously, I'm rooting for the Galaxy. I, I want them to win the tournament. If they win it, cool. But I won't lose sleep. Uh, you know what? I'll lose sleep when they lose the final. Because guess what? They actually tried. They actually wanted to win that game. And so, again, it, it, it's for me, it's a reflection of, you know, if you're serious about it, then the fans are serious about it. If you're not, then it'll reflect that. So, uh, at least well, for look, me man, nine thousand 9, people showed up on a Tuesday night. To go, I, uh, yeah, uh, to and, go see that game, and, and 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 that's and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm not saying that they wasted their time. They didn't. Um, that's actually like really cool. Like I said, I I have a I just have a problem with 
like for the reasons that you said, but I do think that the U.S. Open Cup is a legitimate tournament. It's not made up. It's not a money grab. So there is legitimacy behind the trophy. There is something there. As I a matter just, of fact, there's there's people that have to fight to keep it alive because it loses money. So yeah. that to me makes it <laughs> even more of a legitimate tournament. Than, uh, I mean, uh, than you know some of these other ones. I mean, I understand that argument. Uh, I, I do get that argument. Um, it's just, yeah, it, it's it's just for me, it's just not there. And I and I think that if you were to, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say something. Maybe maybe it's not true, and maybe a lot of people will uh, disagree or hate me more or than they already have through this U.S. Open Cup rent. Um, if you played literally any other team. You wouldn't have that number. That number. One. No, I I agree with you. I think okay. that uh, I think that a lot of that was was, was uh, the fact that was Landon Donovan returning. Yes. Yeah, exactly. To to see so, to and to see San Diego loyal. But I, I mean, still, it's it's still a nice story to to, to tell that you know you're out there on a Tuesday night U.S. Open Cup, a tournament that doesn't get a lot of um a, a lot of love, um and Galaxy fans you know showed up in in a yeah, I would say a really good number, um you know. There's there's some team there's some MLS teams that don't even get that for a regular season game right uh, unless the Galaxy is in town of course and then they you know they they sell out their stadiums and but they sell the stadiums right uh, no 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 I, I it's fine I, I think that's really cool um, I think that um, you know if someone said hey let's go to the U.S. Open Cup I'm not gonna say oh fuck that right I, I'm gonna be like all right cool you know let's let's go you got tickets yeah okay yeah. let's go why not <clears throat> you know it, it's a chance to see my team play it's uh I, we were there for the last time they won the U.S. Open Cup yep uh, I told so, Steve Sampson he was fired yeah you t- you literally told Steve Sampson he was fired I remember that I distinctly remember that uh, <laughs> so it was against Dallas. Uh, yep. So you know, like I have been there. Um, even then, I was kind of like, "Yeah, who cares about the U.S. Open Cup?" But we hadn't won MLS Cup yet, so you know, it's a trophy. No, we had, uh, we but, had, because we won in two thousand five. Uh, we won U.S. No. Open Cup in two thousand five, and we had won uh, MLS Cup in two thousand two. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. I'm yep. thinking two thousand one. No, you're right, you're right. Um, that was Champions Cup. That was Champions Cup. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it, it's I know I'm in the minority, but it's it's not it's not something that I'm gonna like fight you over. It's like, dude, you know, you hey, come to a U.S. Open Cup game. Yeah, cool, <laughs> let's go. Like, I have no problem with that. It's just you know, we lose, it sucks, but uh, I'll get over it. I'm fine. What's the next MLS regular cup? You know, regular season game. You know, I'm probably more pumped for that, right? So, um, it's fine. Uh, who who do we draw? In the, in, in the next we, round. So in the next round, we are going to be playing California United Strikers, I believe. And they play in Orange County. So that's an away day. Um, their stadium is only 5,000. Um, yeah. So this is, you know, so here's a chance for uh, a team that, that uh, you know, is a very small market, very small club. Um, where this is going to be the biggest game probably yeah. of these players' lives, it and is. you know, and 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 it would be very interesting to see if you know Chicharito plays, if Douglas Costa plays, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I I wouldn't say it would be interesting if Kevin Cabral plays because you know, let's be honest, nobody's out there to see Kevin Cabral. <clears throat> Which is um, funny because I think like a, a lot of eyes were on Kevin Cabral in in that game because he was in there primarily to. You need to boost your confidence up. You need to go out there and score goals, even yeah. if it's against 
And he almost did it. <laughs> and he almost did it. Granted that he got, you know, we, we got a lucky about, bounce. Very lucky. Um, he, the, the thing is, is that we, uh, we say this about strikers. We said this when Zardes was, was here. Um, we say this with literally any striker that's having a, a, a bad run of form. And it happens is you just need to find the back of the net. Doesn't matter yeah. how it happens. Find the back of the net. Get yourself mentally, you know, out of that funk. Uh, uh, so, Lewis, Lewis, U.S. Open Cup final. Uh, Galaxy get a penalty. Cabral is the only striker on the field. Do you put Cabral to put, take the penalty? Well, simply because it's the only striker doesn't mean he's your best penalty kick taker. Right? <laughs> so, but you, but but he's a guy who needs goal. Who needs a, to get a goal? Do you look, do you get a penalty? I don't, do you I, give him a penalty? Point, at that point, at that point, if you're in the final, like I said, you're taking it seriously. You 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 keep Kevin Cabral away from that spot. You keep Chicharito away from that spot, and you let Sasha Kleshin take that shit. That's yeah. No. <laughs> that, the, <laughs> I guess that I guess the answer is no. <laughs> the answer is no. You know, leading like I said, leading up to it, and again, it shows you what type of stock you're putting into it when you have to. Here, get confident. Go beat up on these guys that you probably should be beating up on. That's probably your indication that we're either probably better than anyway, or if we lose, it's not really going to hurt us. Uh, whereas you're actually playing for the trophy, you're not getting anywhere near that spot, dude. I don't mm-hmm. care how low of a confidence you are. We're getting that trophy. We're right there. You know, your your chance to shine against everybody else was is gone, and chances are you're probably playing against another MLS side who is also using their A squad for that trophy. Uh, it's probably the only time that you're going to see that, uh, unless of course you're a small club team in which you're probably using your A team because you're trying to backdoor backdoor your way to the Champions League. Uh, and what sucks is that if I think it's only happened once, if a non MLS side wins it. They don't even get to play in the Champions League. That sucks. So no, that's that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. I want to see uh, California United strikers <laughs> playing the Champions League. That would be really interesting, and you would root for them. And then the entire country, unless you're whoever the rival is, would be rooting for them. Um, right. I know I would be, but uh, yeah, it's like I said, it, it's a small club tournament. This is the World Cup. Um, for, you know, th- this is their chance to play against other professionals. So, um, and that's, like I said, it's, it's a small club tournament. I don't follow a small club. I have no dog in this fight. Um, but, uh, but yeah, 5,000, you would think that, you know, Galaxy fans could sell it out, but it is, uh, in Irvine. So it's not like, you know, it's not a home game. So right. we'll see how many people will actually uh, make that trip midweek. To go to Irvine, uh, and th- there are people who do it. So, uh, I mean, I'm thinking about it. I mean, uh, like I said, if someone offered me to go and I had the time and I didn't have to work, then you know, I'll be like, yeah, why not? Like, cool, you know, it's you know, soccer game, seeing my team, it's fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, one of the other things is that it goes by local, right? Like, you're only playing West Coast teams. You're you know, you're paired up in the in a pot. Yeah, right now, right now, yeah, Portland, it's, it's... LAFC. So, like, you'll never get a chance to, like, at least right now, you're not going to get a chance to see, like, someone play, like, or the Galaxy play against, like, Rochester or Chattanooga or St. Louis. Like, you're never going to see that. 
So, like, that would make it, a, like, a little bit more variety, make it, like, a little bit more interesting. But if you're playing, like, the same teams over and over again, you're not even going to play playing, like, an Eastern Conference MLS side, which you don't even see during the regular season. So that would even attract me more. Like, oh, this is the only time I get to see, you know, um, you know, whatever East Coast team, like DC United, right? Like, even if they suck, it's they still have that history. We're like, yeah, I still want to kick your ass, <laughs> right? So, um that's not even there. It's like, okay, play against LAFC again. You know, it's possible. <laughs> uh, Portland, uh, we already played them three times as well. So it's like, now we get to play them again. So again, it's just, eh. for me, it's, eh, whatever. I'm, 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 I'm fine with it. Uh, but that being said, I hope that we beat California Union. Who, who are we playing? <laughs> See, uh, yeah, Cal... Cal- <laughs> Caltech, Caltech, something, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. See, um, but yeah, uh, yeah. It's just a, this is why we start off with Disneyland. Get a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, let's, let's, I, I got nothing else. <laughs> well, we have, we we do have one more thing. Um, that, oh yes, that, uh, Mike yeah. That's right. So Mike Stevens, uh, returning to the galaxy, um, is a uh, is a guy that um is going to uh I don't know how you want how do you want to put that Lewis um he he he's appointed director of scouting so to me and uh this is the thing that you know might get us uh you know kicked out of the <laughs> the, the press uh, uh uh list but to me this just seems like a hire of a guy that they that they can fire later. Like he's, this is literally a cannon fodder hire. Um, because Yovan Karofsky is the one that's doing all of the quote unquote scouting. Um, so he's just, and, and he's not doing a great job because, you know, here we have, we have Kevin Cabral. Um, that, that's a Greg Vanny one to, to be fair. Maybe, maybe it's Yovan giving him, here's your options. And then, Greg Vanny picks, you know, whomever. But regardless of all that, um, to me, this is just a buffer for uh, somebody to put in between, um, you know, and the firing line. Scapegoat. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, uh, so I'm hearing this. I'm hearing the news. The first thing that pops into my mind is why? Of course, I answered my own question immediately after. <laughs> um, partly is what you said. It's like, yeah, it, it, it's a guy that they can scapegoat. Yeah. Right? They can scapegoat this guy and, you know, um, and that'll be that. Um, there is no scouting department in this uh, in this organization. Uh, MLS released their um, – I think they've done this like every year for the past few seasons – they released it again about, you know, which team had that, the scouting department and analytics department and the Galaxy don't have either one. <laughs> well, um, now they do. Uh, on paper, I guess. They don't, have a, they don't have a GM. So on paper, they don't have a GM. Um, right. So, you know, it, it is showing you how truly dysfunctional this front office is. Um, and, you know, Michael Stevens... I don't know what he was doing before. I don't know if this guy was scouting on another team. I don't think he was. I, I think uh, I think he was working with another team. I, I I heard that he was 
he was scouting with somewhere like some other team somewhere. Um, but you know, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, it's what kind of network is Mike Stevens building? Right, right, exactly. I, what, what's great is uh, uh, Chris Tucker from the uh, Riot Squadcast. He, he he had the sentiment that I also thought about. He goes, you know what? I know Chris Klein. Get, where's my job? Yeah, he's well. I, what I he said him, was right? he's known him for ten years. Oh, he's known him for ten years. Where's my job? Uh. Which is funny because it's like, well, you know, if that's what it basically is. I mean, right? if, 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 if you don't mind your, if you don't mind your boy, you know, like setting you up and and you know, <laughs> right to 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 get fired later, uh, then yeah, you know, all all for it. I I like job security and instability. Right. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- but th- this is one of those things we we, we had talked about. Um, yeah, if if, if Chris Klein came to me and said, "Now for me a job," and I would say, "Would you be my boss?" Or am I replacing yeah. you? Right. Um, um, you know, well, that would make well, a, a significantly different uh, <laughs> prospect I think out we, of that. We also had the argument, well, not the argument, we were talking about how, you know, we need the scouting department, we need the analytics department yep. um, 100%. Like, we're we're way behind. When you look at the teams that have had the, again, exceptions to the rules, but when you look at who has an analytical department, you see that Seattle has one. You yeah. see that Atlanta has one, right? You see the teams that are up and coming, they have one. The ones at the bottom that don't, you know, the Galaxy shouldn't be in that in that list. No. But they are. And so I am very big on analytics. I'm very big on, you know, on that part, on the, on the and, science part And, you know, to be fair, like, you can have the analytics, but you need somebody that knows how to interpret them and, right. and exactly. understand what, what to do with that information. And and right. I just I don't really feel confident that the Galaxy has that. Even, and, that's, you know, and, and that's where the it, argument will place is. Even if they do create that department, even if you hire a scout and you hire, you know, who is it going to be, right? Like, you have to have the right personnel. Yeah. And right now... Chris Klein's like, well, who do I know can add? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're the head of our analytics department, right? Um, that's not how it's gonna work, right? And yeah. you, you 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 gotta you gotta hire the right again. Who's who, right who, who's his boss? Uh, that you know, that's all I want to know. Like, who yeah. is is Mike so, Stevens gonna be the guy that is going to approve, you know, or to go out and say, you know, have final say on who we're we're looking at or I think well the thing or, with the or scout, again is this just going to be a guy who's going to be in between you know Chris Klein and, and Jovan Karofsky and the, the firing fu- line the, the funny thing is is that when you when you think of general manager you think of head scout right I mean ultimately he's kind of responsible for going out and bringing in those players now you might have another buffer where you have like okay he is a director of scouting and yeah look he's the one kind of like in the trenches per se and reports back to the general manager in which case the general manager will now have final say as to whether or not we want to pursue them but you know you're going to have to come up with these are the reasons why I think this guy is worth it, why he fits into the system or why he doesn't fit into the system. Why, you know, and again, you need to have some sort of breakdown as to, you know, rather than, yeah, I saw him. He looks good. But, you know, um, right. so, uh, but the galaxy have really literally none of that. So, um, and if they do again, some, something's incorrect because, you know, all the money they're putting on Cabral, it's not happening. Um, even if they told us this is 
an undeveloped talent. Okay, so you see potential and you see there's something there. It's not being realized. You can't do it in MLS, dude. It's like, come on. Like, th- th- there's you, you misfired because you can't just take a random, you know, MLS 1.0, you can literally take a random European, you can take a random South American, put him on the team. He's going to be your best player on the team. Yeah. Yep. Can't do that anymore. So, um, and the ones who are making these signings, these the, these these hits, they have an analytics department for the most part, or at least they're trying it. So, Galaxy just haven't, you know, they're stuck in their ways. So we've talked about that. So we don't have to get into that. But yeah, th- th- this really does seem like uh, another scapegoat. I don't think there's really much weight to this. I think it's. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just. I mean, that is what it is. I think every. I think it's very transparent to yeah. like people who have who are paying have, attention who, who are paying attention to the way that organization operates and 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 sort of the way things have gone for the last couple of years. I think they people fully understand what this hiring is, and you, you know, is it going to change anything? No, it's not. Gonna yeah, change it's anything. not. Uh, um, the yeah, the, the people who like have been paying attention aren't going to be moved by this. The people who aren't paying attention don't care about it. Like they would, they they wouldn't even know, you know, what the hell's going on. They probably don't even know we don't have a GM. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's another, it's another hiring in a list of susceptible or just kind of really weird hirings that just, yeah, whatever. Um, but there we are. Uh, not impressed, not really, don't think it's gonna do anything so uh so we could we could hit this news button now we're we're, we're, i think that's it we we've hit it three times we've hit it three times we're going back to bed (laughs) all right uh back to bed we go all right man i I think that's gonna do it yeah yeah we're good we're good here uh thanks for listening guys and uh it, it was a uh I would say it was a rough episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Try to make it a little bit more entertaining. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, uh, still with an unbeaten streak. Hopefully with uh, with a victory. Nashville coming to Carson for the very first time, I believe. So uh, that'll be fun. Return of Dave Romney. That'll be fun. Uh, should be good times this Saturday night. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. This is David signing off. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. And and we'll see you guys next week and maybe at the stadium. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.